Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Welcome. Welcome here, everyone. It's nice to be here. We are sitting in a room full of baskets brimming with yarn. I think we did this last year, and we were in my office yes. talking about how we were surrounded by yarn for the yeah. same swap. This is even way more than last year, I think. I think it so. I had to buy more, more baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And oh, twi- oh, is it twice the baskets, or at least I a mean, third probably. more? Yeah, there's well, a lot. Last year we did have more, like people brought it in containers, so we did have that support. Um, some people are getting rid of the plastic bins they were keeping it in. Yeah, so um, people want their bags back. But everything <laughs> sat comfortably on the on two tables inside and the two tables outside. And this we have time, spilled into our cozy room. Yeah, it's on the couches and the chairs, and we have chairs set up inside with. Um, and that's after day two, I think. Mm-hmm. It'll calm, we'll consolidate a little bit more for day two tomorrow. Right. Um, but again, I mean, people have just, it's amazing. It's the loaves and fishes. Like people are like, oh yeah, I don't want this and I don't want this mm-hmm. and I don't want this. And all kinds of all kinds of all kinds. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. This event worked out better than I think we could have expected it to work out. Mm-hmm. And it's working exactly how we thought it was going to, mm-hmm. which is great, which is people coming and I'm so happy when people show me things that they made with their stash yes. swap yarn. Katie is wearing something. That yes. She... Was that from stash swap? This is from stash swap last year. This is. Oh, wow. This is all remnants and scraps of Koigu. It's the Scrappy V. I had no idea v, that Scrappy V was from last tea. year's. Yep. So I took cool. all the scraps of Koigu I found in a big bag and I made this t shirt. Lovely. Thank you. Um, was somebody else wearing something? Who, who else had something today that was swapped? Um, because I heard you talking to them. Jackie has made something in swap yarn. Nice. She didn't wear it today, but she made a that beautiful vest. Um, in oh, mono. Yes, gorgeous that was swap yarn. Um, I someone took yarn inspired by something someone wore, which was Leslie wore her finished. T- oh tag. Oh yes, I thought it was called Tagite. Or that's oh, a yeah. different sweater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tegi. I think Tegna Tegna is what she was wearing No, it's different Because okay. I was looking at it Hers I thought it was Tegit from the top. was hers It could be It's got like a lace bottom and t-shirt Yeah It's very reminiscent of Tegna But I, I was looking because I thought Tegna is knitted from the bottom up And it looked like this her was... stitches were going the other way No, she went bottom up This is Tegna oh. It's Tegna though Is it? Okay yeah. I'm wrong Just having worked on it with her Oh, okay I I couldn't remember its name, so I don't know why you should trust me. <laughs> it's a Caitlin Hunter pattern. Um, anyway, she was wearing that in. Another knitter found Zoe, which is what she made. And I think that Zoe went home with the inspired knitter. Nice. Um, and people... So what are... If you don't know what the Great, great Swap Exchange or Great um, Stash... Exchange. This is exchange second or swap. year. This is our second time doing it. We invite people for two weeks before the event to bring things that they want to de-stash. This year we opened it up to books and fabric and a few of those things trickled in, but it's all yarn, really. 90% yarn. (laughs) Uh, And some needles, too, actually. Um, So, you know, things you're ready to let go of that you loved and maybe still love, and so it's a really great gift when you let go of it. 
Um, you bring them in and then we invite everyone who knows about it to come in and take whatever they want. Yep. There's no, we have bags. We go bring your big there's bags. No pri- there's, there's no cost. There's you don't no need a limit. Just you play. want it, take it. You, you don't, don't even have to donate to play. Yeah. You, yep. And, and people who give don't seem to come back much. Right. Some people do. Yeah. So, which is what I want also. Like, okay, you let go of. Now you have room for new, you right. know? <laughs> and, like room in your stash for something And I had new. lots of people that they maybe, they did come back because they were looking for enough for one project. They donated enough for 10 projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they right. felt so happy about that because it was stuff that they, they were like, it's taking up space and it creates a place of guilt and I'm letting it go. And now I feel free. I heard the word cathartic very many times yeah. and it is it when anytime I've actually de-stashed, you know, part of me says, Oh, well, that's really great yarn. Yeah. But if I've had it for like five years and I'm not really going to do anything with it, yeah. it's not doing me any good mm-hmm. sitting on my shelf. It could be someone else could love it and want to do something with it right away. Absolutely. I also think people were surprised by how much good stuff there yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not all Red Heart. There is yeah. some Red Heart. There is some. And Red Heart does There's have a place in the every, world. Yep, every yarn has its place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is good stuff. Even after... Yeah, there's still good stuff a that lot, I'm keep buying. A lot going today. Um, there's those skeins that I think, like, if that's left after Sunday, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what we do with it after Sunday, we um, find a place to donate it, which we have a few directions mm-hmm. this year. Last year we gave it to the um, Studio Channel Islands program. They have um, like a special needs and a memory care, like daycare, day camp kind of program. Um, and we donated what was left to them. Um, and on the news on Friday on um, mm-hmm. the local um, radio station, I was listening to the fact that t- today while we were doing the um, exchange, um, they were having like their big show of the year. Mm. So if you if you know about Studio Channel Islands, you should go out there and support those artists because it gives um for special needs people chill. It's I think it's like young people. Um, I don't know what the age range is, but they're making beautiful things with their whole hearts that they're out there selling, and it mm. gives them um independence and purpose. Like any artist. Right. Um, Always support your local artist. Um, So it's really nice to be in this room. And, like, amazing things happen, too. Like, um, you know, someone brought bags that she had just made. Yeah, she said that she was looking for some. She told me she came last year as a new knitter hoping to find a project bag because she didn't have one. And so she didn't find one because we didn't have any. But this year she brought three that she had made to donate as like a, oh, I didn't bring anything to give, but here's a couple project bags I made to donate. I think I snagged one. I I'm snagged really, one too. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, she was great. Um, so thank Where you. Where are they? If there's any left, are there any more? No. There were, no. There were three. I think Beatrice got the oh, third dang. one. Sorry, Karen. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. So it's, it's been a good weekend so far, and we have one more day to go. My husband asked me if we were doing anything special for the Super Bowl, and I was like, when I it, when forgot it, that was tomorrow. I was like, when is it? Yeah, yeah. and he's because we used to do the Lois would host a big sale for Super Bowl Sunday, and I was like, no, when? And he's like, oh, this weekend. And I said, oh, well, the stash exchange is happening. And he's like, so you're doing that for the Super Bowl Sunday? I'm like, 
We no, just I'm do still that. not <laughs> doing anything for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I was like, when is Super Bowl? Just today, I was like, when's the Super Bowl? Oh, it's, so this episode will come out on Monday, the which fifth. means it was just yesterday for you guys. Yeah. But yeah, it's tomorrow. <laughs> which is pretty cool that we're, because usually we're talking about things about a week away. I have to take the computer <laughs> home to edit this so it will Tonight. be done. Tomorrow. Actually, no, I'll be here tomorrow. I'm not oh, taking it home. Anyway. So, <clears throat> what are you working on, Katie? I in my hands right now. I'm sorry if I sound like a frog. I lost my voice. I talked too much today. And I also just burned the crap out of my tongue on some hot tea. So, I apologize if I sound <laughs> I'm weird. I'm sorry. It's not Karen's <laughs> fault. Um, sort of. <laughs> <clears throat> you set her up for success. Our hot water <laughs> maker at work makes it's extremely really hot. hot water. I think it's 160 degrees. I don't know. Which what, is I know what than, that feels like now. It's hotter than drinking temperature. It definitely was. Apparently. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I am in the midst of. Well, I guess it's February now, right? Today's yeah. the first. Yeah. Okay. So I'm doing 12 sweaters in 2020. And you I can have. Do it. I have two finished. 20 in 2020. I have two finished so far, which I will talk about in our next segment. But right now, I'm working on another one. I am lucky to have. So many sweaters in progress to pick up and work on <laughs> that it will make my challenge much easier. So, so that's the criteria is to finish it. Right. I don't okay. have to start it in 2020, but I want to have 12. I want to have finished 12 sweaters this that's year. That's fantastic. Now, did you work extra hard in Dece November, December to set yourself up for this? No, I just decided in January that I was going to do oh. this crazy thing. So I am working on The Weekender by Andrea Mowry, which I started last year at some point. I don't remember when. I'm still in the body, knitted from the bottom up. Um, but this is not your first weekend. Weekend. Yes, it is. Really? Yeah, I've not made it before. I love oh, your I yarn you combination. Thank you. So it's written it's for very beautiful. It's written for a worsted weight yarn, and it's a pattern that I had always wanted to make, but I didn't have stash for it. But I had in my stash sweater quantities of both a fingering weight and I think they technically call this like a DK light worsted, but I think they're lying. Yeah, this is a lot of yarn in that ball. There. This is Pearl Soho Goodwill, oh, which yeah. I'm saying is more a like a sport. I have a little bit of that. So the two of them combined is making the perfect gauge. One of them is kind of like a mushroomy gray brown taupey mm. color. That's your your you won a gift certificate. Yarn. Yes, this is the Goodwill is my I won a gift certificate yarn. Nice. Um, so this is this darker one is what you're calling mushroomy. I think I it's called it. Tree Bark. It's yeah. Stunning Strings Studio that I bought it's got at some, Stitches. Oh, it's got yeah. this dark tonal of like a warm gray. Yeah. I would Mushro say it, mushroom gray. It looks very mushroomy to me. I could buy that. I so I bought that at Stitches to go with like as a solid base color for a color work sweater, which I didn't end up making. But paired with the cream colored Goodwill, it's making a pretty marled kind of effect that I'm very can I, happy Can I with. touch your fabric? Yes, it's very nice. Can I touch oh, it? Oh, this fabric is lovely. It's very soft and squishy. It'll be very it's, cozy. It's squishy, mm -hmm. but it has low, like it Ooh. still feels like wooly. Like but it's going to hold yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It's got a... It's all just wool. I mean, I don't... I think this might have a little bit of nylon in it. It has a plushness remember. to the texture. I'm yeah. very happy Plushy. with it. So this is my sweater I'm working on between... Okay, Other where sweaters. that plushiness come from? It's just the combination. Yeah, it's just the two of them combined is working really well. That is delightful. Don't you love it when two yarns that you might not have thought of play well together? Right. It just was very circumstantial that they both lived in my stash. And they call that kismet. Yep. I have a sweater... 
that I think I will cast on next that I was going to intend to be my February sweater, but I've had to wait for the yarn to arrive. So I'm, I mean, it's only February 1st. So I'm sort of working on this in the meantime until that yarn arrives. But I got an email notification today that it, I think it shipped. Because um, I want to make a really traditional Aaron pullover cable sweater. Ooh. So I found a free pattern from Patton's, I think. That's perfect. Called like the Herring, no, Honeycomb Aaron pullover. Patton's has mm -hmm. some gorgeous It's a beautiful, sweaters. yeah. I follow a girl on Instagram. Her handle is Books and Cables. I, I love follow her, her stuff. Too. Okay. I follow her. So she, in her profile picture, she's wearing a white, like cream colored Aaron uh -huh. pullover. That's the one I'm making. <laughs> oh. There was a viral post about something like this. Um, a guy thought he was ordering a sweater like one of the actors in um, Knives Out. So oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he got a kit for I think a Nor from a oh Norwegian my God, that's company. So funny. And I think that like there was a few ironies to it, but one of them is that there was even a farm he worked on in the in his twenties. And my favorite thing in the comments that I saw was they Ikea'd your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, because um, I think her name is Heidi books and cables uh -huh. she posted a picture when knives out was in the theaters and it was like her recreating like the picture of chris is it it's Evans. magic mike oh i thought it was magic mike no it's chris oh, Evans. Okay. it's captain america Got it. he's sitting there in his like mm. in his beautiful sweater looking very dreamy and she's like recreating the pose and i think the caption is like who wore it better it's very funny so that's okay. funny that you mentioned that's that pretty good all the holes <laughs> in his sweater were making me crazy but i couldn't like i couldn't i wasn't <laughs> I was so distracted. Oh, I, I wasn't paying attention to the scene. I haven't seen this. All I all I'm oh, looking at it. is going. Yeah. I want to fix that. Oh, Where's my tapestry needle to and my yarn? <laughs> How can someone so rich oh, have no, something I mean, so ratty? I made it go. Away. And yes, oh, he does wear it very well. Yes. I get I it. Like, now. I get it. <laughs> I wasn't so distracted that I wasn't paying attention to. I the saw wearer. the picture of Chris Evans. I just didn't understand that it was him. Yep. <laughs> Captain Dreamy. Uh, Captain Ice we close together was whatever. <laughs> okay, this has nothing to do with anything, but have you seen, there's a commercial right now for I, I think it's a Nissan no. Oh, Pock the Cop? Yes, I, I love, love it. it. It's the only commercial I've seen I was for the Super Bowl. Just it's Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, Rachel Dratch and, and, and John, John Krasinski. Krasinski. It's so funny. Hey, Rachel, he's gonna pop the cop. He can't pop you yet. <laughs> He's I'll like, he's got smart pox. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, you can't pox so funny. He's like, quit, quit, what does he say? Quit being a bonehead or something. Anyway. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You'll see it. YouTube it's the only will. like YouTube video that comes up that I don't skip because I love it so much. <laughs> I saw it as a link. Chris of, Evans is in it. That's yeah. why I'm saying that. Yes. It's so funny. Okay. That has everything it's to do with. smart pox. Has everything to do with everything. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's the, the best thing I saw all week, honestly. It's really funny. Anyway. Um, so that's I'm working on a weekender sweater. <laughs> nice, congratulations Thank on your you. weekender sweater. I'm I do remember on other things, books but... and cable because she is wonderful to follow. Oh, she's, yeah, yeah, she posts beautiful pictures. Yep. Um, Karen, what are you working on, Karen? I just finished something. You we can't talk about oh, it until yeah, finished. Then we don't care. Okay. <laughs> what else? Okay. What else are you working on? <laughs> well, I've been working on design work. I was working on a, some samples for a class for a fable fur, which is a, a wonderful faux fur. Sometimes you get faux fur and it just looks pretty, but then it's scratchy. And this stuff is really, really nice. It's from Knit Picks. I'm working on a quilt. A quilt as you go quilt. It's called oh, yeah. Quilt as You Go Hexagon Quilt. And then you make these little hexagon 
quilted sandwich, you know, little sandwiches, and they It looks each, like a very fun project. It is fun it's because fun. you each hexagon is quilted. You don't actually actually quilt it. It's its own little uh, pita pocket mm-hmm. <laughs> of... <laughs> Of fabric. That's perfectly described because that's what it is. <laughs> it's a little pita pocket. The and the pattern is I got it from Missouri Star Quilt Company, but it's the Daisy and Grace. I think is are the is the design team that put it together. It's something you can hand stitch, or if you're like me and I just want to machine stitch the heck out of them. And it's I just see how it would be a good take along project though. If yeah. you wanted to do some, yeah, you like could, if you weren't a knitter but wanted to bring a little quilting project along or something. It's a great travel type project a... because they only t- the little pieces are small enough that you can pack them in. I packed them, uh, a, a bunch of them, not all of them, but I put the, p- packed a bunch of them in just like a portable lunch lunchbox Did kind you of thing. Pack a pack of pita pockets. Pita pocket. <laughs> Well, no, that doesn't work. I know. <laughs> the thing that I, the, my adaptation. She packed, a, she, she packed a, pe- a pack, though. A pita pocket. <laughs> Are we still on Chris Evans? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong yeah. packs. Wrong anyway, packs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I digress. Yes, um, did. My adaptation, though, is I'm adding about a, I'm making it a weighted quilt. When they're put together, like you just do a regular machine stitch around. I leave one side open so I can fill them. A little bit with a uh, little tiny micro glass beads and then you zigzag them together mm-hmm. or you can hand stitch them together you again it could, it could be either or um and i'm making a weighted blanket so that's it's gorgeous and it's, and it's i'm making intentionally out of yeah flannel because when someone's stressed it's nice to have something tactile of comfort and so that's what flannel to me does Someone asked me today, did you actually wash this? You know, wa- have you test washed this? I go, okay. no, I did not. <laughs> because I didn't want, I wasn't going to wash the backing pieces if I'm not washing the top pieces, which are pre-cuts. I used pre-cuts so mm-hmm. I, because you want them to wash together the same. Anyway, so that's that. And I'm working on a couple sweaters of my own design. Cool. One I'm redoing a sample in a really wonderful yarn called Knit Craft and Knittery. Um, I think I talked about their yarn last time, but I, I, it came in and now I'm working on a new sample for that. Um, and just uh, working, finishing up a couple of projects. Remember, so I remember I talked about I was going to publish more. Yes. By the end of February, we'll have three things published. Woo! That's awesome. I got two two things that were previous that were not done that are I've had resized. Um, sent them to my edit tech editor, and she uh, was able to edit quickly. And then I paid her beca- to add some more sizes. So I will each one will have nine sizes. Wow! They'll go from like thirty thirty two to sixty four sixty six. Cool. So everybody can be included. So that's awesome. What are you working on, Anne? I am distracting myself from anything else I could be doing. <laughs> and I took some yarn from the stash because someone asked, like, oh, can I use this to bleach, like, make bleachable dishcloths? And I got thinking about how we, sometimes our sponge gets stinky here. And how I just threw out our sponge. <laughs> pretty it would be to have, to do the um, baker's twine. It's a um, washcloth. Washcloth. It's been on, like, front page of Ravelry for several weeks and it, it still is as oh. of today 
and it's oh, um, it was in that blog post about things that people made more than once oh, okay. on the homepage. Yeah, um, oh, and it's just often. the cutest thing. I liked it the moment I saw it, um, but I, who's going to take time? I'm not one to take time to make dish cloths yeah. usually, but, here but we it's are. really, really, really cute, and there's really pretty white cotton blends and pretty other thin, gorgeous cottons. So I've taken a small sampling from what there is here to make um, a few for our, our restroom to use as dishcloths. I like and it. And maybe I'll get some A hooks. little hang-up hooks. Yeah. And they'll look really cute in there. Don't buy any because I think I might have some of those like command hooks. Yes, things. that's exactly what I was thinking. I think I have some. Um, well, that's good because then cause sometimes when the sponge is put behind the faucet, it encourages like the caulking to get start getting ugly. Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm like, um, I don't think it's much worse than it always was. I scrubbed it as much yeah. as I could, but it didn't help that much. <laughs> we'll have to we're just, not, we're we'll not just picking on your housekeeping, Katie. Nope. <laughs> I just clean the bathroom. Yeah, I know. The bathroom, actually, I went into the bathroom the other day and I was like, it smells so fresh in oh, here. Oh, I put a new air fresher in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one that's plugged in? Yeah. Oh, we if, you've, if you haven't visited us in a while, if you ever have a question like, do you guys have a bathroom? I get that a lot. Now there'll be no doubt. Because <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Katie, where do we get that? Um, my cousin Claire, who is a vintage collector, curator, um, sent me a text with a picture of this little needlepoint. It might be cross-stitch. I don't remember. I didn't look that close. Um, picture of a little sheep, and it says bathroom. <laughs> it's, it's really so cute. She said, do you need this? And I said, yes, please. Yes, you do. Yes. So Thank I hung you, it up. Claire. <laughs> um, and I am also <laughs> working on a lot of other things, of course. So I am um, I'm swatching, and today marks the beginning of Mason Dixon Knitting doing their February Knitting Long Knit Along called. Um, they're calling it Bang Out a Sweater in February, and it's the shortest month of the year. Come make a sweater with us. Wow. Um, and they, I I've I I've always loved their stuff, and I particularly love how, like, they have kept their brand fresh and most yeah and most particularly how <clears throat> like what they're doing now um so they are leading people through main squeeze cardigan and i have some noro from last year from the swap and then i also picked up something else gorgeous mm. um it's blue sky alpaca 50 merino and 50 alpaca um, mm. in like a taupe color and I actually haven't measured this yet. Has anyone got a measuring tape handy? I don't see one. But anyway, I haven't blocked my swatches yet. So I'm going to... I've made big swatches. These are hopefully 12 by 8-ish. I'm a big believer in big swatches. Well, so they had this post about it. It was either Thursday or Friday. And the author, I can't remember if it was Ann or Kay, um talked about this theory that they have an even more in-depth blog by Jill Marino um, that I'm going to go back and read. This is something that we all play with, and I particularly know that I exploit it a lot. Mm. It's called grist. Have you heard of mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. grist is like like the amount of yarn, yardage you get for a particular size yarn in the weight. So right. it's like yardage per ounce. Mm -hmm. So you could get a heavy, the the pattern calls for um, Rowan Big Wool, which is like 
88 yards per 100 grams. Right. And the author of this one, she wanted to use a neighborhood fiber company that was like 150 yards to 100 grams. Uh-huh. So you imagine there's like a big size difference. Yeah. But she was able to get gauge. Right. And so because of the difference in, in the grist, she's going to have a lighter weight sweater. Right. That makes sense. Um, and so I am also <coughs> hoping to exploit grist because this Noro... What do you think the fat Noro? That Furisode? That might be right. Because it's the... It's, it's a cotton blend? It's a cotton blend one. Okay. Um, it's not Tayo. No, it's Fierso, not Tayo because it's the chunky Fierso one. is the chunky. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love it. It's red and turquoise and black and navy and green. I love it. It's one of my all-time favorite. It's a nice bright combos. red. It's, it's a very orange colorway. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so I made a swatch that's 8 by 12. Because, again, that was pointed out in this blog post. That's a good thing to do. I'm going to block it. I'm going to see how it is. I'm pretty sure I'm on gauge, actually, just eyeballing, because that's the best way to measure gauge. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> how accurate your eyeball. Scientific. <laughs> the best. Okay. Um, so somebody at the table today during drop-in was like, oh, if you could see the face Karen's making at me, <laughs> disbelief would describe it politely. If I could roll my eyes, it would hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> So um, someone at the table at drop-in today said, my goodness, that's a big swatch. And I said, you know, it's it's actually only 34 stitches by um, just big 28 needles. rows. <laughs> the gauge I'm going for is 10, and a half, 10 stitches to 4 inches and 14 rows in 4 inches. So it's it's really a normal size it's swatch. It's proportionally large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's only 34 stitches. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but they're both. Oh, so lovely. Make two, bang out two sweaters this month. Yeah. If, I oh, what like size needles to are bang. They? 13. You like to bang. I like That's to what bang. I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I said what I meant. That's <laughs> what I said. So, um. You well, can knit two sweaters I'm clearly on only 13s. right on one of them because. One of the two <laughs> is right. There's about an inch difference as what I lay the them on top of each other. Uh, main squeeze cardigan. I it's in a. I know that one. It's in a booklet. It's the Big Joy booklet. So they've like compiled all these kind of small collections of maybe half a dozen patterns with a certain Ooh, theme. It's so cute. It's it's very cute. It has pockets, like it's a patch pocket. I thought it was a seed stitch body and I felt all like really clever. Like I'll just make my swatch before I buy oh, it. Oh yeah. And it's not <laughs> it's, it's not like a garter stitch. seed kind yeah. of thing, right? They're calling it sand stitch, but yeah, oh. it is. It's a it's, it's a broken. Really cute. I call it a broken rib. Here's the back side of it. Okay. Yeah, it's a. You can see the knit. Can I feel right that? There. Yeah, it's very nice. Oh yeah. She is currently touching the blue sky alpaca. I think when you blocked it, it would be like ooh, like yeah. as soon as this it's gets gonna wet, it's gonna flip up. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Make it, in, make it in both, but make it in this. Yes. Definitely the blue sky alpaca is happening. Um, whether or not I just need to change my needle size. But, I mean, actually. It's, it's not, alpaca. It'll grow. Yeah. So, anyway, blocking, you got to do it. And if you're brave enough to make a bigger swatch, just do it. But this swatch is large, but don't be impressed. 34 stitches. Is yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, so I said I'm aiming for 10 stitches in, um, Four. four inches and you may ask why I have 34 because I like to put a garter ridge on either side as I go up and I keep the first two and the last two always and forever in um, garter stitch so that I it just lays flat for me straight out and I don't have trouble finding where my edges are. Doesn't that add up to 14 stitches? It's three sets. 34. 
three sets. I made it bigger. I'm making it bigger than I'm making like a 12 inch swatch. Right. Plus four. Okay. Because you I, said you know, the reason it's 34 is because you added four stitches to the total. Got it. Yes. Thank you. Because I'm not a good communicator <laughs> lately. This is proving really true a lot. The other thing I'm swatching for, I have not like officially compiled my make nine. I mean, I have the list, but I would like to make the pretty grid and put it on my Instagram. Yeah. So I was joking with someone. I said, it's not on my Instagram yet. So it's not really true. Yet. Right. Um, you haven't put it into the universe yet. Yeah. So I am getting ready to make my, um, to make my Pearl Soho top down something like shawl collared cardigan mm. i think that's the name they need better names yeah um <laughs> it's a big shawl collar it's like a crew neck with a shawl collar so but it's their a pretty names high. tell you what they are they yes. it is what it is it's it not is very that. memorable though no i'm calling it my pearl soho sweater which sure. isn't going to help anyone else in the world find it but i know what it is <laughs> so i'm are those using... two different colorways or yes they are. But they so we'll talk more about well my colors of yarn, but I'm swatching in this. I want to bang it out sweater. This isn't bang it out. No, but I want something Pearl I can just Soho. bang out. <laughs> well, make a bang out sweater too. There's There might be something here in the exchange still. Got it. There was this How blue yarn that should have gone. Yards? I guess I could just look it up. It's like for the size I'm going to make, which I think I'm going for the 45 or the 47, It's it's 11 balls of... I'm going between the 11 and the 12 ball requirement. So 88 yards times 11. I took I took some stuff out of the stash swap that maybe I'm thinking might work. Um, well, hey, maybe we could all bang together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Whoa, bang wow. it out together? I don't know oh, if that's that got worse. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. just we're walking away. We're quiet. No, no, I'm gonna work it out Tip until it, until it's worse. <laughs> Karen's uncomfortable. <laughs> so it didn't take much. I I've swatched for my pearl Soho sweater, which my grand plan is I have this pretty yarn and I'm going like it's a natural color yarn and I want to find the right dye. Um, color palette and execution and I think I found it so I've got my swatches for that that affirm that I'm on the right path um I'm still working on Alexander's sweater right there. oh that would be a good fit uh, dye it, dye I don't it. know if it'll get gauge it says 14 well but it's but fluffy. how much do you need You're, Katie's also looking at like a cream alpaca I'm trying to see how many I have four five oh. six yes. Keep Hold it on, natural or some... diet? I think I might 131. keep it natural. It's 131? Yeah. You have 131 per. So that means I need nine. Okay, so no, I don't have enough. Never mind. You can make it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> also, I got too I many other sweaters. No, to I understand. Pizza. I haven't looked at... Someone um, did it as a, as a pullover, too. So oh, yeah. You might look at that if this anything about this appealed to you. Um, it's on, on their blog. Um, so I'm getting ready to start this big Pearl Soho sweater that is among my make nines and I've got my swatch done for it. There's a lot of steps before I start it, which I will talk about more later. Um, okay. Cool. Wash, washcloth and swatches. That's me. <clears throat> so... What have you finished? Hey, yeah. Karen, what'd you finish? Oh, what's I that, literally Karen? just finished. Like, <laughs> oh, that well, button. And that great button. That I just happened fantastic. to have that in my button stash. It's gorgeous. 
Um, I'm designing a cowl for the Super Nerdy Yarn Club for the for the Yarn Over Truck. It is going to be published. This is published tomorrow. Can you talk about that? Like the colorway, or is it still secret? Can you talk about the thing? The thing. I can talk about the thing, not the color. It's a secret colorway based well, on a, a secret character. Well, can I tell what the character is? No, maybe. I don't have. I don't know. Have no, I don't know. that information. It's a secret character from a really great movie. Karen's working on a secret thing that she finished, and it's super beautiful, and we can see it, and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I will say, it's got sparkles. Yeah. It's got like it's gold a crocheted cowl. It's a crocheted cowl. There you it's, go. It starts with a really pretty motif, and then it's worked out from either side. It like looks super fun. You take the square motif and you turn it on so it's like a diamond on shape point. on point and then you work like the chevron pattern and it's got puffs and half double crochet and all kinds of fun stuff and it goes out to one side. It's a one skein cowl. Um and I had to make sure it all that works with one and then the you, the points of the chevron come together and are and are joined by this really pretty um, metallic coppery. Yeah, it's this gorgeous. Like, I'm like a bronze. Kind of rustic hewn. Uh huh. Bronze color. If it, it looks to me like when you do archaeological digs and they find like old Bronze Age coins or from yeah. the Roman times only made into a button. And that's what mm -hmm. joins, that's the, the thing that will join. It's like the perfect button for it. It is absolutely. And I bought this button like six years ago had nothing to do with this it just lucked out that i had button stash i was just telling someone today sometimes probably applies to buttons yarn just has to live in your stash for a while before mm -hmm. it knows what it wants to be yeah. so that button had to leave its live its time in your stash mm -hmm. before it was what's, what it wanted what's to be. odd is i had four and i almost never buy an even number mm -hmm. of buttons well now you have the perfect number for something else exactly now i've got three for something else and it's it's like an inch wide button so it's it's perfect in proportion yeah and it's not heavy no for being metal for being metal is it fully metal oh, yeah I don't know. yeah it is it's, it's just nice a very light. light i mean it could be plastic coated with metal i don't know it looks bronzy and beautiful if i buy it, if <laughs> I buy it again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's metal <laughs> my, de my dentist will oh. her tooth cracked it's metal <laughs> And it's kind of square-ish. It's kind of square, but the corners are it's rounded, a, so it's kind it's of perfect. It's a squircle. It's a what? Squircle. A square. A square-ish circle is a yes, squircle. It is a squircle. It's a squircle. There's also squovals. That's a squared oval. Yeah, that's a. This is definitely a squircle. That's a squircle. Yeah. Okay, that's so much easier to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the squircle kind of matches <laughs> the squircle of the motif. Sure. So I'm kind of loving it. Yeah, it's got the star. So, yeah, you know, sometimes when you're doing design work, we all look at the same kind of um, stitch dictionaries. And I will say, sometimes you sometimes you get a, a yarn that you love, and you... You know right away what it should be. Well, you think you know right away. And then when you try to make it that thing, you go, no, it doesn't play well with this. And you may have to f make that yarn be f multiple things before it becomes the thing it's meant to be. Yeah. That was this yarn. I have had this yarn for six months, and it's I love that color. And it has totally stumped me. It's one of my first crochet. It's my first crochet pattern. I have yarn like um, that in my stash that I also need to design something. But I for. wanted to do something in crochet that was it's not had, your first crochet pattern. It's my first crochet pattern. No. What other crochet thing? Um, have I done? From our didn't we have yarn some from track, our uh, oh. promotion? What was that? No, that I did a knit. 
We, did. we each oh, did each. Yes, sir. We did do it. We did do a crochet. What did you crochet, Karen? I crocheted it. Well, I'm big on cowls, so there you go. I yeah, did crochet a cowl. It was so cool. That cowl was, okay, that cowl was in the round. This one's done flat okay. and joined. It's your it, second crochet it's pattern. It's my second crochet so let's pattern. Let's count together. It's going to be my third, though, because one of the things I'm publishing this month is I made a fable fur cowl pattern that is a knit version and a crochet version. If you haven't looked at fable fur, it's on um, Knit Picks, and it comes with different um, colorways, and it looks like real fur, but it's um, polyester. There's a yarn from Lion Brand called Go for Faux, and it is in the same vein where you knit it up mm -hmm. and it looks like faux fur. It's super soft, and I bought a skein of it thinking I wanted to test it to see if I could make like a throw out of it, because mm -hmm. it matched the colors of my bedroom, and it was like this pretty pink color. But it was going to be too expensive to do as a throw. But I knitted a hat for my niece out of it. And it's like super fuzzy, light pink. My four-year-old niece is like her favorite thing in the world. And every time I see her, she's like, thank you so much for my hat, Aunt Katie. I love my fuzzy hat. But it's like, I want my own hat out of that yarn. It's so soft. But it reminds me of that same yarn. Well, okay. This stuff is like only five bucks a yard. Mm -hmm. Five bucks a ball. The crochet one takes three balls. <clears throat> Are now, they 50 grams gains? I think so. They, um, but it's so furry, it's hard to feel or see your stitches. Uh -huh. So I pair it with a sport weight yarn because mm. that sport weight gives me just enough texture so that my fingers can feel the stitches and where to go with that it better. Sense. But I will say that the crocheted version of it, I did, and then I ripped out, and I did, and I ripped out, and you cannot, it doesn't look like it's been ripped out, like, multiple times. It really, I mean, you can't see the stitch definition at all, so. No. no, but, you know, sometimes you get, like, chenille-type yarns that you can, you <clears throat> those, some of the super fuzzy yarns you work with once, and if you make a mistake, you it'll forgive <clears throat> you ripping it out once, maybe, but after that, it starts looking rather tired and haggard. That is not this. This is very <clears throat> forgiving for ripping out and easy to rip out it doesn't catch on itself because you know, it's because it's, it's kind of slippery yeah it's kind of slippery um that's, that's cool. pretty much what i finished my samples since last time i don't think i had a couple sweaters that i i don't know if you I were finished. I finishing finished the astragal astragal you were working yep. on it last time we were oh yeah so astragal's finished i wish i could wear it i know isn't it but sad you like, finish a sweater and you leave it here <laughs> um, but you know, you would think after all these week, anyway. 80 degrees, it's crazy. Give Today me back. Yeah. It was 80 yesterday. It was way yeah, too hot. Yeah, it's high. been warm. Give me back the cold weather. It's only it's February. coming back tomorrow. Yay! Your wish is my command. <laughs> You're tomorrow, so... you shall have You're magic. a 58 degree day. <gasps> You're magic. Of course, by the time we get this, it'll already be hot again. But nope. Nope. <clears throat> Monday. I'm looking at our forecast right now. Overcast and 59. Ooh. Well, this thing that oh, I designed, yeah. I want to make two more of them because it was actually really fun to put together. It would and be fun to see what it looked like in like a solid or a semi-solid. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's got so much texture, but in this multicolored yarn, which that's all I'm going to say, it's, I feel like some of the texture gets lost a little bit, but someone made the comment that even though it's multi-textured, it doesn't pool in a really unfortunate way, but I think... The puff when you add like a puff stitch that mm -hmm. takes up so much yarn, it breaks up any chance of of bad pooling. Thank so you. that's an interesting observation. It's cool. Yep. yep. So I just don't know how. Are you working on anything else? Want to wear it this way? Or have you finished anything else? Sorry. If I finished, I don't know. I finish things, then I move on, and then I stop thinking about them. 
You need to keep a running list for next time. For next time. Write down everything you finished. Yes. Yep. And you just said a lot of things. Actually. Yeah, that is a lot. Did I? Two cows, three cows. You finished your sweater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did a lot of work on the weighted blanket thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's not finished, but that is a lot. Finishing it's... is not the only thing that matters. No. It's like class samples. They have to be done. The schedule's out. <laughs> yeah. And I got to be working on the next set. But, oh, yeah. But to that, to that, have you ever gone through your old, through your old uh, projects? That's what I did this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in my, I was looking for something in my closet. I found an old sample of a, a scarf. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that was a lot of fun. And it still had the tags from when we, when we taught it at yeah. uh, Anna Kappa. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to teach this this next time. Like, hold oh, on to perfect. that tag. There you go. So I also finished a class sample. What I was working on last week is the, or last time we recorded, um, the garden cardi, which is the crocheted cardigan. It turned out really I love cute. it. Um, it's not as long as I thought it was going to be, but I think I can contribute that one to my yarn choice. Um, but I do really, really like it. It is... Um, it looks really good on you. When you, oh, thank you. The pictures that you, you uh, did Claire take those pictures? No, I did. Oh, you no, but you were. I thought the I have a tripod and a what? self timer. Tell me what they were really is. well done. Thank I you. Thought maybe Claire took those. No, pictures. I took those all by myself. Um, the setting was perfect. It was in front of my closet doors. I'm letting no, you in on I all my secrets. She's talking about your other that you're probably That's a next different thing sweater. You're talk about and <laughs> that was James as my photographer. Wow. Um. James, you did a great job. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. Um, so the garden cardi is the crocheted cardigan I was working on last time. It is crocheted in Karen cotton cakes. And I really, really liked the yarn and I would use it again. The only beef I have with that yarn is it comes in boring colors. Yes. It's kind of like they're all self-striping and they're all kind of like baby blanket colors. Yes. I think the one that I picked had like the most unexpected colorway because it's kind of like peaches and kind of like an olivey drab greeny tan and like a taupey kind of color um it was called like sands or something i don't remember but all the other colors are kind of babyish and when i was looking up that yarn they made it it's a karen brand it was like they made it like a couple years ago and it came in solids and then they discontinued it and then they like reintroduced it as a cake Okay. So now they're all stripes, which yeah. is like, I think they should bring back the solids because I would really like it in a solid. So Karen, if you're listening. <clears throat> C-A-R-O-N. Yeah. Caron. <laughs> Caron. Make, make that yarn in solids, please. Yeah. Because actually it feels great. Yeah. And um, and it was at 10. My, oh, go ahead. I was at my favorite yarn shop Tuesday morning. <clears throat> um, they have quite a few. And oh, do they? Like, yeah. None of the color because I was like I should buy another sweater's worth when it was on sale because it's ten bucks a ball and I needed three to crochet a sweater so I'm assuming three would be plenty for a knitted sweater and they were buy two get one free so it was like twenty bucks for the yarn for the sweater That's very good and so I wish that they had more exciting colors because I would buy more of it but um yeah it was a fun project it took longer than I expected it to because I was like it's crocheted it'll be done fast and it was like why is it taking so long because it's a whole sweater. That's yeah, why it took so long. It's not a cowl. <clears throat> no. I had bad expectations going into that project. Yeah. Um, the other... I do that with crochet all the time. Yeah, you're like, I'll bang this out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other sweater... So I finished two sweaters. The other one was my Rainbow in the Storm. 
and Ooh, that, was, that was photographed that was the one that i took the pictures of when we setting. were camping um <laughs> maybe that was the one i was looking at i think it, it is. is yeah so it that was an outdoor beautiful setting i yes. knew you were like of an in- independence no we were at no um you'll get it right sometime we were at lopez lake out- in um outdoors i don't know outdoors is all the same to me <laughs> We There's were indoors and outdoors. There's only two places in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only two. All of outside is just outside. Exactly. And I'm inside now. <laughs> Karen feels at home everywhere she is because she's inside. <laughs> um, so if you're inside too, you're in the same place. We're all together. Unless you're listening to this outside. <laughs> then you're apart. <laughs> anyway. What was I saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> My sweater. Um, that one I started, I looked in like September of last year because I was working on it when we did our little road trip. Um, yes, and you got your perfect red. And I got the perfect red at Pearl Soho. Um, so that is the black background with the rainbow stripes, and I love it. It needs to be blocked because then it, once it's blocked, it'll be perfect. The neckline needs to open up a little bit, and it needs to be just like a touch longer, which it'll grow when I block it, but it is lovely and soft and squishy and it makes me very happy. It was like a labor of love because I was so much freaking one by one ribbing, but I'm very proud of myself that I did. I think you're a better human being than me for a lot of reasons, Uh but that sweater (laughs) is, it embodied. It, it, it wasn't, it's like when you knit like a, like a regular sweater and you got to do like two inches of one by one ribbing at the bottom. It sucks, right? But going into the sweater knowing that it was going to be all one by one ribbing, I was sort of assi- like resigned to the fact so it didn't suck that bad. You, you know, I was. Right we have to talk about that. <laughs> it was. Nobody um... knows what you're talking about. Cause... Okay. Sorry. I'm talking about more secrets, and secrets are bad. And I'm sorry, my friends who are listening. Okay. <laughs> so your rainbow sweater is very beautiful. Thank you. The yarn I used um, for the background is that. Um, Wool like by I think it's a loops and threads I yarn. I really like that yarn. Okay, here's my here's oh, what okay. I'll say about it. That's fine. Somebody on Instagram had made it with that yarn as their background color. Yeah. This girl I follow, and she had made three of them. And I was like, Hey, how do you like? Because it's like the cheapest yarn in the world. Yes, and it yeah, it okay. feels very nice. Yeah. And I said, How do you like the yarn? How's it hold up? And she's like, I love it. It's super soft. I used it three times, and I was like, If she used it three times for a sweater, it's got to be good, right? Yeah. I was going to bring my sample, but I forgot it at home. So I used it at the bottom for the hem. It's like three inches of just straight black. And that was two strands of the wool like held together. And then you blend the black with your contrasting colors. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to the black for the collar and for the sleeves. And by the time I got to the collar, the bottom of my sweater was like super pilled and really fuzzy. And it looked a mess. And... It's like just from me taking it in and out of my bag and stuff. So I was really concerned that for the sleeves, that was just going to look terrible over time. They were going to look pilled and messy and not great. Yeah. So I replaced, because it's two strands of the black held together. So I replaced one strand of the black with Patton's Croy, which is like a real basic mm-hmm. nylon yeah. blend socket. yarn that will hold up. Right. Too. And that it was like the good. exact same black. So it's a strand of the wool, like, plus a strand of the croy for the neckline and for the sleeves. Okay, that's really important to know because I want to do, a like, a self-drafted, self-designed, whatever, crocheted sweater mm-hmm. in that yarn. It 
I, I wouldn't say I recommend it. It is very soft. It'd be great for like baby stuff. Yeah. Um, but I can't well, recommend was, it. I mean, the girl who made the bag was wearing a sweater all a in a beautiful that. sweater. So gorgeous. It I was, wanted um, to ask her if she had just finished it because it wasn't pilled. I know. <laughs> but it looked gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it was just fresh, a black color. A fresh I don't know. Sweater. Um, at some point i i have this vision that maybe i'll go back and like cut the hem out and replace it but i really don't think i'm going to yeah let's be honest yeah Um, i could maybe it's a solution that's out there i so i don't recommend the yarn necessarily but that's fair but it is very cheap very inexpensive it's super cheap you get like 600 yards in a skein yeah and they're like four bucks a skein if that and on on sale um well those are all the things you finished? Um, yes. Any little things? I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, you sewed something really cool. What did I sew? Um, Karen's present in Quebec. Yes. What did I do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I forgot oh, about that. I didn't see, I didn't see the... Oh, the, I'll, I'll You saw that her post, her Instagram post, right? Mm, I oh, tagged Karen's you. Karen's going to be seeing something amazing Katie made. So, Karen gave... I haven't been on Instagram, like, hardly at all this week. Karen gave very nice um, Christmas presents, and um, among them was the... <gasps> the wax canvas. I mean, the wax... <sighs> fabric for her. the fabric no. Like, no wait for it karen she she collects this oh. tell, you can tell us about your your collecting oh, this that's fabric great karen, so this is a printed calendar you yeah you, towel, you talk about right? it i like how you okay so it's a tea towel tea, tea towel, towel which you. is basically a fat quarter made this one's made from lint like linen can't not was it canvas or something? it feels like a lightish canvas like a light canvas uh but like a it's a linen blend okay because um, because then it holds up really well. But I love how you made this into a bag. So I looked at that panel, mm-hmm. and at the exact halfway the point, tabs. it changes from like the floral floral design at the top to the calendar at the bottom. Okay. It was like right in the middle. Perfect. So I chopped it right in half, and I squared it up, and I turned it into a big zipper pouch. Yeah, this is. So now I saw like this yesterday. You had it laid out. Was it yesterday or early that's my week? other tea towel. Oh, because okay. I was looking at that one. The half the calendar starts farther up like maybe two-thirds of the way up the tea towel oh rather than right in the middle okay i have (laughs) if you want to swap that out i have extras that uh that because you know they came with four yeah and i gave two Mm -hmm. and i and i made one for mom so i do have one other oh no it's okay i like the other one i want to use it for something but it wouldn't work for this okay because How, it was like super clever. What when you chopped it in half it was exactly half what a super great idea and this is like and it, it says 2020 so it's got the year if you, you've got your bag and you, you always ever know what mm-hmm. you got the calendar on well, one side if you're but carrying even the floral your is gorgeous and I know, it's I a really good it size out. if you're carrying your 12 sweaters in 12 months in this new bag with calendar on it I right i should mark them off okay it's so holding know, the yarn for this sweater so you know it's really cool about the your two you've got little tabs on both sides mm. yeah you can add a strap yeah that's why it's because there she's a thinker she's a or thinker. like a wrist strap or some a carrying strap yeah, it's, it's just it's a, a flat kind of big couch. for a wrist for a wrist though. Yeah, <laughs> and like, wait, this is wow, what a great idea! And I love you can what copy you did. Me. I'm totally gonna copy that. Yeah, it was a, it just came to me because I got I didn't get a new sewing machine. I That's got what the lining is like a mustard perfect. yellow. Perfect. It's perfect though because it picks up just a little bit of the, the yeah, mustardy I love that accents right there. He's very cute. The bee um, and the butterfly, and you got the little uh, dandelion down here. It's beautiful. Thank yeah, you. it's beautiful. I have a sewing machine that I loved that was not acting right, and I kept emailing customer support, and they kept giving me solutions, and nothing worked. 
finally they're like, we're just going to replace your machine. Okay, but that's so I finally a... got my replacement. This is my first project with it. To but see did you how get? It would work. Did you come up with this idea? Yes. You need to. Okay, this needs to be a thing. A tea towel project bag. I don't know if it would work. You have to find one that like, if you cut. Like, this just happened to be exactly the halfway point was the perfect place to well, cut it in. Okay, off. so I got the tea towels off of Spoon Flower. Right. A couple times a year, they have their fat quarter sale where you get uh, two fat quarters for the price of one. However, if you get a yard of this fabric, you're basically getting four for the price of two. You're getting twice as much. You get four for the price of two. You know, since you have to buy one, get one free or whatever. Right. You posted about it at some point. And yeah. It sense. Yeah. So that's but the that's other a, thing I finished. Yep. A little zipper pouch. Well, not a little zipper pouch. It's a big zipper big. pouch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it? It's like... I think this is a 14-inch zipper, so it's yeah. maybe 14 by 12 or something. Yeah. It's a nice size. Mm. It's like a good a good small sweater size. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got all the yarn for this sweater holding it. Yay! So what did you finish, Anne? Um, I finished two Up Early hats. by Those are by Martin Up North. And it's a really cute mosaic um, crocheted uh, hat. And I um, am on my third one. That's a what am I working on? But I'm kind of like putting aside because I'm a little bored of it. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I finished just now was the betangled cowl. It's um, a cowl that is got three um reversible cables um in a field of garter stitch you start with ribbing and put buttonholes in it and then there are the patterns written for three lengths you can either do um five repeats of the pattern so that's one two three four five um so that would be a, snug a pretty cowl. snug cowl mm -hmm. and then i had enough yarn to do Um, cause you do a little edging, um, seven, seven repeats. And so that'll be a much more comfortable mm -hmm. and then you do, um, buttons to close it up. It's cute. And I want my yarn is are the buttons sewn through. So they're permanent or are there buttonholes? There's buttonholes. Um, you start with ribbing with buttonholes in it. Do you actually ever unbutton it? No. So you could sew it closed, but you could just sew it through the layers, but you could unbutton it because, um, like if you want it to kind of be open on your shoulder, depending oh, on how it fits you. Or you might want it just to just do the first couple and let it kind of tuck in or mm -hmm. something. It's cute. Um, yeah. What is this beautiful yarn? It's um, something that I dyed and I was really excited because it's, so it's, um, it's almost, a, if you would like to come along, even though you can't see, imagine the color teal feather from Malabrigo. But, it's but a little more, richer. But more. And I speckled it with a reddish orange. Can and I ask a question a really quick? Yeah. Is this the last thing that you finished? Should yeah. we just start talking about our topic? Is it the last thing I finished? Hold on. Before you do that, I have a quick question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to sew on a button. Do you do you prefer to no. sew well, yeah. a button onto your knits with the yarn mm -hmm. or with thread? Um, thread. I you're tried it with yarn and I don't like it with yarn. I do well with this. It's a shank button, so you're not going to see it. But it does. Okay, but the thing is, when you do it with yarn, you need a needle that is big enough mm -hmm. for the yarn, but also small enough to get through the shank. Yeah, you're going to go through that one time. 
Just with I, that I, needle. No. I usually use the yarn, but it depends now on the project. Now I feel challenged. You know challenged. what's interesting? Because like you were saying with a shank, it, you were like offhandedly, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you won't see it. I tried it on a sweater and it wasn't sturdy. And so it was like off I've put only, by that. I think I've only ever used yarn. Really? So I do try to be careful about matching my thread color to either the button or the sweater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just realized I could sew it on with sewing thread. And you could do a finish. Oh, cover with it with yarn. Yarn, because I think it yeah. looks really pretty when it's the yarn. When it matches, um, you totally but I could do that. Hate sewing buttons back on, so I am a very thorough button stitcher. Mm. Um, it's not the last thing that I finished, so I'm going to stop talking about my cow for a minute. Okay. Um, because I want to tell you guys a quick story. My poor husband, who is a wonderful husband, started calling himself the worst husband ever because Aww. on Monday. He said, Anne, there's a baby shower at work um, on Thursday. I was like, okay, that's, I mean, that's better notice than the last time. <laughs> he okay. He kind of does this to you, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. And so. He's the worst husband ever. The worst husband ever. That's Kevin. So um, I said, oh, okay, fine. And um, noted that I needed to start on a baby hat on Tuesday because the timing on Monday, I wasn't going to start that day. So I was going to start the baby hat on Tuesday, finish on Wednesday. Plenty of time to make knitted or crocheted baby hat if you choose the yarn and pattern correctly. So um, on Tuesday during the day, he texted me in the middle of the workday and said, I'm the worst husband ever. I was like, no, you're not. But why do you think so? Uh And he says... Because the baby shower is actually tomorrow. On Wednesday, on Wednesday instead of Thursday. And I was like... He has a lot of confidence in your ability so and your patience. was, I'm trying to decide how this information actually affects me. <laughs> and then I didn't say anything else. And then I came here and taught a class. So he didn't see me. He actually didn't <laughs> see me until the morning on Wednesday when I was doing the last few rounds on a crocheted baby hat for him. Uh And so it's not here, but I can show you guys a quick picture on Ravelry. So I'm having a very easy time, even though I paused there for a long time thinking about, is that the last thing I finished? Uh So I'm going to try really hard this year. I fell off the wagon of putting projects on Ravelry. So as I finish things, I'm trying really hard to put them on Ravelry and make notes about them. Because I mean, one of the most valuable things about Ravelry is just to be your own personal. I am really particular about that. And I do, I upload everything I possibly can. I document everything. So I'm trying. I'm lazy. I need to do better. I have been very bad about it. And I never, ever was very good about it. Yeah. Ever. Anyway. But you know how much you rely on other people doing that? Yeah. And I am so super great at preaching to others how that you useful should. that is. Yeah. And how, you, as a customer, you should do that. Right. So I took some of the self-striping Stared Our Baby yarn. Oh, and cute. I just did like a little top-down half-double oh, crochet. Yeah. Little um, And then I did bobbles on the last row. I would have liked to do... <laughs> um, a sing- round, couple rounds of single crochet through the oh. back loop so it had like a little rolly brim and then a pom-pom on top of course um, cute. so down to the last minute and he was being so he does this when he's in trouble he is like so apologetic it's like annoying a, a wounded dog yeah. and who kicks a wounded dog I, I don't for all of my bad characteristics <laughs> I don't kick wounded animals so he um I said, Kevin, I do really need a little more notice in the future. And even though it'll still be like this, I'll still probably be finishing it before you leave to work. (laughs) But at least I've done it to myself, not you. Right. (laughs) There's a difference. Yeah. 
And so I did finish that cute hat. Um, and then I finished the thing I'm very most excited about, even though I'm really excited about this beautiful thing that um, is really damn close to Malabrigo's teal feather color yep. with a little icing and cherries on top. Um, I finished a enormous siege stitch scarf yep. in Colonet mm. 0.5, five hanks of Colonet 0.5. And then I put fringe on it i'm pretty sure it's 10 feet long with the fringe Jeez. because it like it's like a lady kravitz scarf yeah i know after that picture it wraps for days there's a viral picture of lenny kravitz wearing like a blanket. an elongated blind blanket <laughs> as a scarf and ever since i like tagged katie and karen in a, somebody's post of it and i have been haunted by wanting that also <laughs> and so i took this another part of karen's christmas present and made this enormous scarf. What's really special about it leads us to our topic for this um, this podcast, which is we had a dye party. Mm-hmm. And um, you may know from our Kickstarter yarn and from our Harvest Party colorway that we are getting our feet wet with um, learning and experimenting with hand dyeing and hand painting yarn. We, I think all three of us are particularly fascinated with that which most um, indie dyers are doing, which is speckled uh-huh. yarns. It's very um, elusive. It is. <laughs> like, this one is perfect to me. Okay. Like, this is exactly That's the, teal feather. the kind of speckling I wanted. Okay. There are, it's consistent throughout the hank, little, like one or two splotches of red, little splotches of black. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. And the teal feather is dominant. There's nothing muddy about it. Mm -hmm. And it's just little splashes of all the color. It's easy to to get muddy. Yeah. Um, In my scarf, I, you know, we all did something different. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking for a while. So Katie, what did you do at our dye party? And what were you going for? I had the same five hanks of Colinet 0.5. Um, and my inspiration was unicorn. So I had a couple pictures as inspiration. And my idea was like a white or like the cream colored background and trying to maintain some of the cream colored background with like maybe a hot pink and like a bright green and like rainbow speckles. That was my idea. And I have the yarn so we can refer to it. Let's see it. So it has... It still has some of its cream background. Absolutely. It's got a lot of pink and purple because I really loved that. What is it? Purple pop is that color? Purple pop is insane. What a great color that is. It goes, the spot it touches on the yarn is purple. And then as it diffuses through the strand of yarn, this pink comes through. It's just an amazing color. Fabulous. Yum, yum, yummy. So it's got a neon green. It's got lots of pink and purple. It's got some blue. It's not necessarily speckled as I thought it was going to be, but it it does have, I've been following the tag speckled yarn on Uh Instagram for about a year. And that is in the category of speckled yarn. Yeah. But it's not what I envisioned it to be. I still love it. Yeah. It's Um, gorgeous. It's just not what you had in your mind. Right. I posted a picture of my finished yarn on my Instagram page 
and my aunt asked me one day at dinner, she was like, so that yarn you dyed, you're making something for Amarin, right? My four-year-old niece. <laughs> she's like, in any pink and purple are her two favorite things yeah. in the world, Aww. and rainbows. And I was like, I probably should, it's but not, I'm not going it's to. Not, it's not appropriate yarn for a four-year-old. No. no. I mean, that's just it's the fact not. of the matter. You um, could dye something else. I could use her that for inspiration. Because in yeah. we will be doing more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I cast on a little scarf in my yarn. And it's just a single color brioche. But look how funny it is that like that the skinny so weird. parts of the yarn line up and the chunky parts oh, of the yarn. Because it's a thick gorgeous. and thin yarn. Wow. And I think it's going to change on me because it's getting a little thicker up here. But like the columns, all the thin part of the yarn is lining up. That's wild. And all the thick part of the yarn is lining yeah. up. Isn't that nuts? It's, it is completely nuts. So I, Yeah, I didn't do that. And that's just that. watch or that's a scarf? This is the scarf I started. And I want to put like oh, big cool. giant fringe on it. Yes. So that's my idea. Yes. Or maybe like pom poms on the ends or something. Oh. I was thinking about pom poms for mine. I um am sorry that you guys are not gonna see it in the flesh. I think maybe Karen, you got to see my scarf last week. I did. Yeah. I didn't see your finished scarf. Um, and I'm hurtfully sorry that I did not bring it. I'm sure you will see it again in the future. I'm sure I will. Um, I saw it on your Instagram. Yes. I think I'm very. So Katie. Mm. You, what, tell us about what technique you actually use to like apply the dye. So I laid my five skeins out next to each other. I mixed up dye baths of, or dye pots of the pink and the green. So like big jars worth of dye in pink and green. And then I mixed up like salt shakers of the dry pigment for like four or five other colors that I wanted to use as speckles. So it's like just the dry pigment plus some citric acid in a pepper and like a salt shaker to sort of sprinkle onto the yarn. So I laid out my skeins and I went through each one and I put pink in all the same spot with like a spoon. And then I put green all in the same spot. So I did like maybe three or four spots across the skein in pink and the same thing in the green. And then I took my salt shakers and I just went to town coloring um, with speckles the other couple colors that I chose which is the purple pop some kind of blue I don't remember I don't rem I didn't take notes because I didn't think I would do it again but now I'm like oh what if I did this for Amber this is like the perfect color <laughs> for um I bet you could reproduce it I yeah. probably could I don't remember exactly the colors I chose but um yeah so I splotched a couple colors and then I sprinkled a whole bunch so something I found interesting with this yarn the colonnet yeah with the colonnet 0.5 <clears throat> is um like, while we were applying the dye and while it was wet, the colors were really saturated and intense. Mm -hmm. And then when it dried, uh -huh. they're kind of diffused. I think it's because it's a single ply and it's so puffy I and the that it looked... thickness, too, right. like absorbing the pigmentation, right. maybe. It sort of spreads out throughout that big, thick yeah. portion. Some of the spots, like, look at that. That's, like, super vibrant. Yeah. But then in other areas, it sort of, like, sinks in and it's not as... But it's, you know, I'm very happy with it. It's gorgeous. I don't dislike any... Well, there's one skein that has some... Something that doesn't match. I think More it's brownish. like that orangey oh. color. Mm -hmm. I got oh. really heavy-handed on that one of them. That color is... And it doesn't wait, match the rest of them. Was that saffron? No, no, it was the golden... Golden poppy? Golden poppy. Yeah, oh. I think yeah. it's this skein. Oh, I'm, different I'm using than golden straw. Here, I use a lot of golden it, straw. I thought this right. was tangelo. <laughs> I'm showing them like a part that is like uh -huh. like a tangelo color. These are Dharma dyes, we should say, right? Yeah, yes. yeah Dharma, Dharma trading. trading yeah. Yeah. That makes um, 
and okay so katie laid hers out she basically painted and then sprinkled Speckled, yep. and then um we roll it in um plastic wrap. wrap and glad press and seal grab, that's important yeah. because it it's see yeah because cling wrap doesn't necessarily cling to itself or seal really well the glad press and seal clings to itself and seals sections off so they don't bleed onto others um i don't think i was that careful this time about that but you did a slightly different technique so you wrap them up and then you microwave them yeah yep to heat up the color and i think we did five for three like the five skeins for three minutes yes it worked out perfectly yeah um so i and let them cool before you try to we all we dyed more than one thing each mm-hmm, of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you kind of stuck in one technique. I did because, but yours is very interesting what you did. Yeah. Um, for my point five, I really loved what we did for our harvest party, and so I took um, per skein. I took a twelve ounce mason jar, mixed up a mix of forest green and um, teal green from Dharma and um dipped half of the hank into green the 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 jar Mm -hmm. and then the naked part i speckled with the same salt and pepper shaker mix of citric acid and pigment and um the opposite end was in a different color no i think this time she only had one jar oh you're right this time and um and my inspiration was um, I get to see a lot of like beautiful floral bouquets and there's one, um, floral shop particularly who brings us like a little bouquet at work, um, once a, once a week that is our, um, kind of like greets people every time they come in. Um, and that's passion flowers here in Ventura. And she does these like kind of <coughs> interesting exotic mixes anyway. So a couple of her bouquets, I have really kind of caught my eye. So I was trying to pull colors. So I use like pink and red and purples and then an orangey color yeah tangelo it's so pretty um i wanted more yellow so i was disappointed that i the yellow disappeared and was not it's not a it's not a bold color so you gotta use it heavily yeah (laughs) um but i'm so happy with how it turned out and an interesting thing so i was i put all that yarn in the jar and the two different color pigments i dissolved wicked through so the like the water carried them through the strand um at different rates yeah it was really interesting mm. the way even though you mixed the pigments they still separated on you yeah that and was nuts it was so beautiful like i'm very happy with what happened it's I, a very it's a it's a learning curve yeah some of the pigments we, we used, don't know what we're doing not at all <laughs> <laughs> i know what colors i like yeah i feel straight we have a vague that. idea of how it yeah. works when it, we have a chart of all the different colors from Dharma and every time we get a new color of dye we put like a little sticker or a dot to keep us help keep track of what we've got and I didn't notice really I know some of them have like a P next to them like whatever okay the P means that they're metallicized which means they have a little bit of a metallic and the reason why I know this made a difference was because when I was mixing some of my dyes as Anne gets up to go look I made the mistake of adding citric acid to the dye, and they had a chemical reaction where they fizzled and just. I I heard it. I heard it. You could hear the fizzle and puff. And then that color was not at all the color I wanted it to be. So I ended up throwing it away and starting fresh because acid, and apparently the acid and the citric acid reacted with the metal. 
but I think that some sometimes the maybe the citric acid in our soaking water might mm. re- affect some of not not to the same strength, but it might cause certain pigments to well, pull I mean, in differently. I was using wicking, like yeah. So that's the but water. it could be the citric acid it was soaked in that caused that to happen to make it move through at a different maybe. Mm-hmm. Certain, uh, there were certain parts of the yeah. Well, and some of the dyes are not just one color. Some of the dyes are a combination of colors. As those aren't metallic though. But just the, no, the one of them was the mine. None yours of, were neither of those two mm. colors was. But um, and I don't think it broke. Like because you the cause citric acid like breaks things, so mm. it breaks out the different colors that come together yeah, it definitely broke so it probably it broke <laughs> it broke yeah, that one definitely it, broke. it broke it exothermic reaction you were describing <laughs> um probably broke but and it was a really pretty color though but uh, it was not the color i was yeah. going for but it was like a happy accident i'm so happy with it having done that because i couldn't mm-hmm. i couldn't have done that by design no, you like, wouldn't have gotten that effect i would have never to. even thought of it honestly now i want to try to recreate that right. happening again so what did you do with your yarn karen okay so mm. i actually dyed 10 skeins it didn't feel like i was dying 10 skeins when i saw you guys finish some and then start new ones and but so i had five skeins of a fingering um called nice and round and it's a very squishy one and it, five skeins of a silk mohair blend, you know, like kid silk haze kind of mm-hmm. thing, only undyed. And I literally paired them together. I took the two skein, a skein of each texture, and ziploc them, you know, like or zip tied that, zip tied them together so that whatever I did want, exactly the yeah. So I had pairs because I love that. Pink, That's really smart. I love that pink sweater you have that has. Mm. My uh, cozy classic yeah, raglan that has a has a an, that fuzzy element to it, but I wanted the colors to pair, mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't think I could recreate. No, you would not one. have gotten. The no, same. I couldn't. So they're definitely paired, but how the silk mohair take the dye is very different. Looks very. I mean, it, they you, they clearly go together, but like some of the speckles, because I went really heavy on the speckles, the speckling on the mohair is much more subtle mm-hmm. um whereas i do get more pops on the the That's nice and round color this yeah some of the colors i just love how they came out um i started with the pistachio um i had some that were silver mm. oh this this one the uh, the my darkest color was supposed to be a dark charcoal and there's nothing really great about it it's like purples and blues of denim kind of thing and and it really was one color but there's so many different shades because again it was one of those composite Mm -hmm. colors that has all these different shades in it so it's there's i guess some. i wonder if the citric acid in the soaking water broke that charcoal and now it's yeah but you know what because you have to have acid to set these can you use vinegar because I've used vinegar before yeah. we could, for other dyes. I don't know if that works with acid dye. The pH balancing thing is probably... Uh, oh. That's probably the pH. See, like so, I said, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. we... And we're I learning have, through doing. Yes. And I have a digital pH meter. Unfortunately, I did not ca- look to calibrate it before we got here. So, whatever. <laughs> I mean... So, uh, so I have different... have gotten that no, necessarily. No. no. So, I knew that I, wa- I wanted to make my own kind of fade that went from 
purple to the silvery gray with hints of of lime green and um i guess a little bit of pink i guess no it's, it's an interesting like a yellow. color mm. yeah that's probably one of my favorite is so i took the is that champagne was oh i yeah i sprinkled everything has champagne sprinkled on it mm. so spr <laughs> champagne Not for everybody <laughs> she shook the bottle she popped the cork and sprayed it on all of us well i feel feel like i had one if i sprinkled that on all the shades it would be something to tie them all together to mm -hmm. make it cohesive i don't know if i actually achieved that it seemed like it i don't see it so much on some on my some of my purples but they feel like they could all live together yeah they definitely feel like they belong together my favorite is the lighter purple is this lilac it's called lilac and it has especially in the in the kids still in the the fuzzy the silky mohair one it's got this pink this pale orchid pinky purple and a more of a bluer purple but we're all in pastels and the haze is so pretty. It's beautiful. So my idea is that I'm going to start with one pairing and hold them together. And then I will change the solid or the, mm -hmm. the solid fat, but keep the first. Oh, and um, interchange the, the them. The first mohair and kind of let it do this gradual fade where the, it's not just, if I afraid, I'm afraid, I don't want them to be stripy. Right. So avo to avoid being stripy, I'm going to exchange the the mohair portion right. of it so it's a very subtle change so like halfway through the green you would switch to the next uh -huh. mohair and, and maybe not halfway maybe just maybe just like an inch or so so it becomes mm -hmm. this like okay this color has changed somehow that sounds very exciting but um and maybe i was going to do a sweater i might design a sweater for, to go with it did you post a picture of that i don't think i have you I should so people can there. see it okay i might wait till daylight so i have better yeah. lighting no do it now you Too have bad. until Monday when this episode goes live to do it. <laughs> All righty. So go to Karen's Instagram right now as you're listening to this and look at the and picture. See. Yes. Because, <laughs> oh, I now I'm no pressure. Saying. I guess, I guess <laughs> Sunday I'll be doing this. Um, so I'm going to swatch it. Karen had a lot of work ahead of her with this yarn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, she, ten actually, but really do you did the time. most. You did 10 skeins. I know. And it's all weird to think in separate it. colors. Yeah. You know? Okay, we got five skeins all the same color. Yeah. Oh, each colorway <clears throat> had two main colors mm -hmm. and then three speckles. That's a lot of work. So, and with the exception of the one champagne that was for everybody, <laughs> they pretty much. <laughs> After she sprayed it all over the room, we only had this little tiny glass to each take a sip. <laughs> I did not share my champagne with you. <laughs> so, well, so I guess that that's four. Well, four. The, wow. That was a lot of colors. So I had like 20 different colors. Mm. It was a four, lot. Four. Yeah. I had four colors for not counting the champagne. Yeah. I had four colors for each one of these pairs. Four times five 20. is 20. Yeah. So 21, 21 colors. Um, which is the amount no wonder you have to be to drink champagne. Well, there you go. <laughs> full circle so then katie made her beautiful unicorns mm -hmm. and then and then oh i dyed um a skein of blue because i had been playing around with natural dyeing at home and i dyed this beautiful yellow color and i wanted to pair it with something so i picked a blue that i thought would i'll, I'll show you guys yeah let's see 
So this is my marigold yellow. Gorgeous. Oh, with real marigolds? Actual with marigold real marigolds. Pebbles. Oh, that's And then pretty. that's the blue. Does you like that? a nice soap or? Um, it might be my wool wash. It smells great. No. I don't know what it is. It smells good. <laughs> Sniff. I don't know. It does smell good though. <laughs> Pass that Should around. we breathe into sniffing. the microphone? Sniffing, yeah. Sniffing. Do you want to smell it? This um, smells, I mean, this smells different. I wonder if it's the marigold. I dyed this at home and I dyed that here. And I have wool wash here. That's I plain. Want, I don't think I washed that one with a wool wash. It smells good. It does. It might be the marigold. <laughs> it might be. They were a little bit stinky. Um, mm. I've learned with natural dyeing, you get odors that you didn't expect. So my house, <laughs> my house smelled a little funky for a couple hours. Uh, but my dad was the only one home. And he had a cold, so he couldn't smell through his nose anyway. So Ooh, it was fine. Oh, that's good. Um, so I wanted a blue to accompany it. So I dyed this blue, not having the yellow with me. I was just like, I'll pick a blue. And I thought, and then I swatched it. This is a different, this was for that class I was teaching today. Because I was going to use them for color work, but I don't oh, love them together. I oh, really? Do. I do. Have you taken a black and white picture? Yes. I think it's because the blue is semi-solid. That it's not as striking as I hoped it would be. So okay. I might over dye the blue a little. It Make either it needs to be darker or lighter. And darker. I think I'm going to take it darker. Yeah, I'm, I think, it, need, I think okay. it needs to go darker. I don't know if it's that I'm in love with the sample that you made. Because uh -huh. that is gorgeous. Thank you. Or that I, because I, I, I do love the blue and yellow together. See, I, I love, love the blue and yellow, but I think the blue, like if it was more like a navy or something, it just needs to be a little deeper, I think. I kind of, it's a I feeling. agree with you. I it's, posted a picture of these two stains on my Instagram. It just needs to be a smidge dark because the parts here that are a little darker mm -hmm. do. I think the yellow is going to pop a little better. Um, yeah, it's it's beautiful and I'm happy with it, but it could be better. So it's not going to be for this sweater, but it will be for a sweater once I perfect the blue a little bit. So that's what I dyed on our. It's okay. It's it's okay. It's not as good yeah. as it could be. Yeah. So that I but, dyed that blue at our. The great thing is you can dye it some more. Right. I'm going to throw it on something a little bit darker. It's a great picture. I have Karen's hand Yeah, hand touching kinda. it like a claw. Yeah. So that's what I, so what else did you dye? Um, so I did two other dyeing things. I mean, I've already talked about my This was very, just on the same night. Yeah. On my very um, close teal feather match. Um, so what I how I got that color is because those, those colors didn't break. It was the wicking because mm -hmm. I took the leftovers. I mixed two colors for this blue and they didn't break. Yeah. It's cohesive. I took the, so the, the yarn, the colors I was describing, how they, the two pigments moved through the yarn at a different rate. Mm -hmm. um, I had, did not exhaust the dye in, in those jars and I hate to waste it. So Karen bought a, um, I was able to do a direct heat. Like, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Like direct heat. We, ha we have an induction burner, a and single burner. So, um, maintaining, you know, so I was able to make a dye bath and I poured the, um, I evened it out to equal amounts and I had 350 gram skeins of wool of the Andes and I, um, poured that into the pan and then I put the hank into the pan and waited for that, um, to exhaust into the hank. And then I took Tangelo, which is like a very, it's really a pinky orangey mm -hmm. red. Yeah. Um, and put it on top of the teal feather. Almost corally. Yeah. That's a good description, description of it. And then I took True Black and I spec just a light hand. Oh, it does, very light, because it doesn't look like black. The 
Tangelo in Kitty Corner from each other and the True Black Kitty Corner from each other. And then I reported, re, re, I only did one hank at a time. I repeated it for all three. And actually, I didn't speckle the third one. I washed On it. No. Oh. I washed it and I laid it out to dry. I'm like, that has no speckles. Oops. So then another day I came back and respeckled it. It ended up darker. So for the towel I just finished, I um, did the the la- the two oh, balls at the same time. Because there's nothing obvious about it. Right so you really blended it. Before I decided to do it, there's about eight rows of garter stitch that are just darker. And then I was like, no more of that. No, no, Anne. Um, and so it stays, it, it's almost like they're all the same dye lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is a good way to handle your hand painted yarns is to do, you know, one or two or three ra- rows or rounds of, um, a ball and then switch off. And then I have my big sweater from the Pearl Soho sweater I want to make. And part of the challenge of what I want to do with it is take that naked wool and um, and dye it something interesting. But I don't want like wild and crazy sweater. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. I just know I want gray with speckles. And I've been right. saving things on Instagram that I liked and were inspiring for about a year. And I made a very pretty yarn. Mm-hmm. But it is absolutely not what I wanted. But I just mm-hmm. wanted to see what all these colors look like when they touched this cream-colored yarn. Um, and it's like, it's like a swatch. Four, yeah, it's it's a swatch of a color swatch uh-huh. of yarn. It's like I think I used every purple we have. I, I feel it. like um, so neon purples in there. Uh, no, there's purple, oh, no, pop, there's purple in pop. Yeah, it's plum daddy, purple pop, intense iris, amethyst navy which comes out very purple mm. um and is this navy i think so yeah and um she points to a very purple spot uh-huh. <laughs> but it's definitely a blue purple tangelo and golden golden honey. Poppy. no honey yeah there's golden straw yeah and then there's golden poppy there's two it must be golds. golden poppy it's golden poppy. Golden poppy it is, is a little poppy. oranger. Yeah, it's definitely golden, golden straw poppy. is very. That's that color. Yeah, it's beautiful, um, and it's gorgeous. And I can never recreate it again. <clears throat> and the base was um, twilight gray, and mm. um, dyed on like a natural color base. Yeah, here. and that wasn't right. So then I was like, "This isn't. This is nowhere near what I want. I have to edit the colors I'm using." Is this twilight gray? Um, that's that's why it's so blue. Mm, yeah, you use twilight, and you that's did. why it's so yeah. blue and yeah. not charcoal like I yeah. thought it would be. Um, but it's you inspired because it didn't. Well, you you don't really see any of the gray. I don't mm. think like you do. It's there. Yeah. It's there. It's present for in the sure. in the. I can. You see can't really it in point to it, but it's in yeah. there. No, I can point to the stitch. Oh, it's the purple. See, I keep pointing to these ones that look gray, but yeah. actually it's the that purple. could be that. No, that's purple. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's, <laughs> but what I'm saying, the twilight lies in the twilight sky. It's yeah. It's blue. So. I don't know where the gray part I comes from, but. I have two uh, kind of ugly things to show you. Um, you guys Let's should see talk about um, where you got your marigolds for just two seconds. Okay. <laughs> I got to bring you the orange. I got to bring yeah. that. I dyed yarn with avocado pits, and then when we were in Lone Pine up near Independence, 
there's a little lavender ranch out in the mountains that you Ooh. can go visit. And they have goats and sheep, and it's a very fun can, place to visit. Can you dive with lavender flowers? I don't, I don't know. But they had dried marigolds fun. for sale, just like a bag of them for five bucks. And I thought, oh, I'll buy those. Do you so guys have pine needles up in Independence? Um, can I don't you die know. with pine needles? I don't know. That would smell so amazing. You make pine needle tea if you're starving in the woods. Oh. I've seen that on survival shows. <laughs> yeah, what you know? You know what bugs go on pine needles? <laughs> I can't and drink my same tea thing now they do the in tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, not ugly. Well, it's not still not what I wanted. So, so then it, I'm done dying. Our die party's over. We She's cleaned dead. up. Katie's leaving. We usually mm-hmm. have to meet like after I'm done with work or we're done with a class. So this all starts after eight o'clock at night. Yeah. So and I go to bed at like nine o'clock yeah. at night. <laughs> So we, except I the mean, nights. <laughs> harvest party, we had a very tight time frame from when we got the yarn to when it needed to be done, and we had to do it all in one night. And Ooh. we did twenty four skeins. That sounds right. Yeah, in one night, and um, three a.m. It was three a.m. when, when I we left at two a.m. Yeah, um, you left you. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen and I are wrapping up on our dye party because we we're having a party. We weren't working. Uh, we, and she's like, I was like, yeah, isn't it nice to like not leave exhausted? Uh-huh. And, and it's like, it's so early. And it's only midnight. Kate, no, it was 11. It was 11. Katie left That's at right, like 11. about 11. Uh-huh. But it was, it was early and I wasn't For exhausted us. and it was mm-hmm. really quite fun. Um, so it was we, nice to like. It was fun because we're doing fun. our own. We each were got to be. It, the we others got to have been fun. Crea- yeah. Yes. But, but this was more, this was this a different was experience. Color it was exploration. Creative. It was creative. We got, we're each doing a different, slightly different thing, but. So knowing what this color swatch Hank um, did for me is I knew what the colors were going to look like when they hit this yarn. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But I knew it wasn't the recipe I want. So um, I came back on my own and I, I don't have a lot of this yarn. It seemed like it kept appearing at Tuesday morning and mm-hmm. now I can't get it anymore because <laughs> I kept thinking I should get a couple of Hanks to practice on. But now is I have. Is this that Shepherd's? Yeah, Shepherd's Choice, I think it's Yeah, called. I've seen that there. Um, it's a natural DK weight, 252 yards in 100 grams. I am applying grist again mm-hmm. because the Pearl Soho sweater, I think it's like 164 yards per 100 gram mm. worsted. And I'm going for two, 252 yeah. DK. But I've got gauge in these swatches I have here. And it, I wouldn't want a sweater any they thicker than this. They kind of look close to worsted. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's not brioche. It's the knit one below, uh, but which is the technically yeah. the same structure. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's a little easier. tighter structure, but yeah. yeah. And it's easier to execute this structure. Yeah, it is. Um, so. It results in the exact same fabric. Yeah. So I took 50 grams. I split one hank in 50 grams. Tried out Twilight Gray. That's pretty. There's so the purple. purple though, yeah. Right? Uh, it's not, wait, it doesn't. Twilight gray does not look on the yarn the way it looks on the color, the the color block that they give us. Now, I think Nicole Frost is working on a project with Dharma. The what? To show Nicole Frost of Frost Yarns is working on a project to, I missed what she said the project was. She's been working on it for like six months or more, Mm -hmm. but she keeps showing swatches of the dye on their dyes on the yarn. Okay. And so I think she's working on like this magnum opus of what, what all like? they look like um, on wow. the yarns. So 
I made this purple one. I took the colors that I thought I wanted um, from my initial swatch, which I've narrowed it down to four, tried them out again. It's, it's really it's pretty, muddy actually. and purple, and it's pretty, but it's not what I want. <laughs> but you've almost got, between the four, you almost have a gradient. I don't want that's, that either. But that's what you want. <laughs> thank you. But thank you. Almost. So then you inspired me, Karen, to try this gray. Platinum gray. Platinum. Because yep. I do not want this purple gray at all. And platinum really is a gray gray. Yeah. It's not It's It's a more brown else. toned gray, mm -hmm. which is what I wanted. Because the purple of twilight gray is too purple. similar to the speckles I want. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they aren't showing. They get lost. And I was very disappointed that the navy was not the blue I was looking for. Because it was like a no brainer to me that navy would be this rich blue I was mm -hmm. looking for. But you use baby blue eyes. Did you? You use baby blue eyes in this mm -hmm. too. This right? is baby blue eyes in one of the grays. I don't remember. Did I use baby blue eyes? I, I thought you someone did. else did. Oh, you night. have it as a speckle. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a, yeah. There it is as a speckle. So I pulled baby blue eyes out and took the navy away. Is that what that is? Other, yeah. I and like that it. That is what I want. That's a good color. So I'm it's using... almost a royal, but not quite. So it, yeah, it's I a, love it's true it. blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Baby blue eyes is true blue, guys. There you go. Um, so if you're looking to make something the color of 2020, Pantone color 2020. Um, so I have settled on twilight. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, platinum gray. Mm -hmm. Baby blue eyes. Iridescent iris. Mm -hmm. Tangelo. And golden poppy. What's that green? I just tried it because it was there. Okay. Spearmint. Mm. I decided mm. I didn't want spearmint. No, I was going to say I would yeah. leave that out. I yeah. had I had a spearmint and, and a That's speckle. That's a good green, though. And then I was it's like, gorgeous. Yes. Can I look it at is. It? Yeah. But it kind of You can don't... have that and you can have this. No, I don't want I it. don't. Okay. <laughs> Give them back then. <laughs> you can keep it if you want it. I can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful, but yeah, I can it, see it takes okay, a lot of trial and error. Spearmint takes over. Spearmint kind of takes over, I feel like. Well, I, I used it super lightly. <laughs> I know. I started, I started to use it and I'm like, oh, it's going it, it, to. I would love to just take some yarn and dye it. Spearmint. Mm -hmm. Spear, the spearmint is the most Irish of greens to me. Which we don't even have the Kelly green. No. Oh, it's yeah. pretty clear. I don't Kelly know green if we need it. Okay. So it was done. It was decided. Okay. So I took one of the skeins. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it's all yours. I, as I'm, I'm quietly yeah. grabbing the yarn and one, taking and you can't it have this for, one. for my own. Okay, so I have adopted it. It's all yours. Um, okay. so I have committed to this one. Okay, so I'm showing. I was hoping my that was what the one was going to be. My color swatch is gorgeous. This is the closest. This is what I want. Yay! It's yeah. not what I envision still. But when you envision the sweater as a whole. It's, it's going to be a gray sweater. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's going to be a gray it's gonna sweater. It's going to be a gray sweater with a lot of color. And ultimately, I wanted it to not be boring to knit. No, it's not. <laughs> Whereas, like, this is a like variegated, a, crazy yeah. colored sweater. This, as a big whole garment, is a gray sweater I with a lot like of pops. The, that's the what pops I wanted to hear. are very subtle. Yeah, yes. so that's what I wanted. The pops it's really pretty. Don't, don't scream over the gray. Yeah. This, and that's okay, you have until Monday to post a picture of this. I'm, gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to post these against each other and you know what's funny another thing and this is what actually i really want to say in my instagram post too so sorry if you see it two times and see it and hear it um 
you know, like when you admire somebody else's work and you're mm -hmm. like, I want to try that technique and make that same kind of art or mm -hmm. write the same way or sing the same way or whatever you're like, play an instrument the same way. And then in your hands, it's good, but it's different. And you never like achieve that thing of the, right. what you admire. Mm -hmm. Now, not to say I will never speckle in the way that I admire other specklers, but I came to understand like this is beautiful and this is what this technique at this time looks right. like in my hands. And somebody might, someone else might look at it and want to recreate that yeah. and you're their inspiration for something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very happy with it. And it's like, just Have you cool. dyed the sweaters amount yet? Not yet. So I'm going to be very systematic to mm -hmm. repeat this. I took a picture of how I speckled and then I flipped and speckled. And speckled the backside. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to mix a dye, dye solutions for each hank of the exact amount that worked out. And then I'm going to try to speckle them in the same fashion. And, and of course with hand painted yarns, if I don't get consistency, I can run two balls. Right. Okay. Um, but so we, we, we dyed with, we heat set with microwave Yes. and we heat set and you, you actually got to heat set with the burning. Yeah. I got to play with your toy. So what you did haven't you, yet. I know, I know, <laughs> but what, what were some of the differences? I feel like at least when you microwave, like I knew when I speckled, I really couldn't see the speckle. It's sort of a they surprise. Were, it was more of a, okay, I don't know really what I'm going to get till it comes out of the microwave. But mm -hmm. maybe but you don't felt really that in the past like though. Surprise. Like when we, yeah, that's true. I haven't, but we were speckling in a very different way. Like in yeah. the past we have like speckle painted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in our harvest party, the speckles are, very subtle. not visible. <laughs> very subtle. Yeah, very subtle. In our Kickstarter yarn, it is gorgeous. And one it's of a my, feature. One of my sweaters to finish this year is the sweater I started in my in Kickstarter. Kickstarter yarn. Nice. Um, I still haven't fully in my heart committed to what sweater that's going to be. Yeah. I'm still like re-offering it to the knitting gods every once in a while. Of like, what could Just all needs this enough yarn time. be? I, I have a sweater's quantity. Some of it I've used, I've incorporated into my Starflake Mystery Nylon. How is, I can't wait to see that finish. Yeah, I actually... Like, I don't want to pressure you into finishing your project. I've got but. two Stephen West things that need... Can, with fabulous yarns. One of them from vacation from Amsterdam, from his very own shop, that I need to continue working on. Okay. So I can't I'm wait to see that. This, so that done. I will post the swatch with the yarn tomorrow. So, um, on... Another Dang, thing I did back. play with with dyeing is, um, like, I don't know, is it, like, is it the laziest way? Is it a childlike way to dye? <laughs> I, I needed fringe for my beautiful 0.5, um, Oh, did scarf. you dye those? So I got some Patton's Classic Roving, uh -huh. and I mixed, um, little, you know, dye baths, and I pre-soaked them, but I pre-soaked them, um in their hank shape in twisted twist. and then i dyed them in in um, the twist in the twist and i got like really cool like models uh -huh. yeah because it, it wasn't enough water to cover mm -hmm. it either um and i took the four colors that were most dominant that showed through i took the tangelo purple pop iridescent iris and some other fourth Plum color. Daddy. <laughs> Plum Daddy. Oh, no, no. Um, no, it was Pink Orchid. Oh. And I made I, I made the fringe out of that. It's so perfect. Everything about it's so perfect. 
the yarn came out exactly with the feeling I wanted from it and the fringe kills it. So I have a question. Mm. If I wanted to dye like as close to a solid color as possible, do you think that's like a dye pot situation? Because that's what I've done with the marigold is like one big pot that they're all in. And and it's very solid. It is super solid. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So then you're looking at those like solution mixes where Mm -hmm. you like take into consideration the weight of the dye stock. The weight of goods. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you take a percentage of that. Yeah. I have to do some research. Yeah. Because I have a base yarn I want to dye. I'm thinking purple pop is the color for my niece for the sweater. Yeah. I was talking about. So I want to dye a purple base color for a sweater. But I want yes. it to be like as solid as I can get it. As it so all the skeins will be consistent. Right. Yeah. So well, I have a big. big you got your big pot. Yeah. I'll have to bring it in and put it on the burner and see what happens. Yeah. One of the things I think I, I want to do is I want to see what the pH of our water is. Because mm-hmm. I know that there's certain pHs that give you different results. Yes. And so I need to ca- calibrate our pH tester <laughs> be- so we can get an accurate testing of what we're actually dealing with. Because, hey, we're flying blind. We're yeah. like, whatever it is, we're just, we are going to add a, just a percentage of citric well, I'm acid. Writing down, I'm writing down most of my recipes. I didn't yeah. write down the yarn I made for you guys last Christmas. I'm very disappointed in myself for that. Oh well. This is so oh, well. Yes. Um, Karen is swatching with her beautiful yarn right now. She's made her first color transition while swatching. And it's start, it you just is, start to see the very lightness, but the, this one. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. It's gorgeous. <gasps> Gil has um, we should get to our... Obsessions. Yes. Who wants to go first? Uh, Karen. Are you obsessed with anything? Glee. She's oh. still obsessed with Glee. She started still, Glee. It's I started okay. Glee. That I, was last month. Okay, and, too. but it's kind of morbid because now I'm watching it for the season because I know one of the main guys died in real life, and so now I'm. I know it sounds horrible. I'm sorry, but I'm watching it to see how they incorporate that into the show. Because mm-hmm. I'm like... I remember that was a huge deal when it yeah. happened. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but I mean, I never get into shows until they've at least been off the air It's not several the years. show for me, because I tried no. watching it when it was on, and I was like, I don't like it. But well, I've watched I, I know a lot of people did really enjoy it. I skipped it for I'm enjoying it because I, I can fast... I know the songs, but I can fast forward. I just keep... Hit, hit, I just fast forward through, this, through the parts, so I'm cutting about a third of it out. Do you have Disney Plus? Yes, two of my sons have it. Um, I don't. I I have only watched The Mandalorian once. That's all I've got. There's to a watch show on it. called like it's it's hosted oh, by Kristen Bell. Yeah, it's, you would um, love it. It's like musical it, yes, theater nerd right. kids. Oh, they and get it's some sort of like reality stage. show. They get but to it's a reality show. Yeah, they like redo cool that? shows that they did in high school or something. Oh, I it's like right up yeah. your alley. I love it. I've not watched it. It's shot and so the, I love it. So who's doing it? Are the kids? Are the kids doing it? Or is it adults it's, recreating? Okay, so Karen, what was a and play can I that be you were on this in, in high school? No, what was play you were in high school? Oh, which musical. one? That must be in a musical. I was in Little Abner. Okay, they made me be the old woman with a buck with the blacked out teeth. I couldn't be the pretty one. Guess I what? I get to be the no Daisy. You're gonna reprise your role of uh, the old woman with blacked out teeth. No, and they bring in Broadway like talent, like Broadway professionals, choreo- choreographers, okay, musical director, director, and then they restage your play with that caliber, 
in like a week. Oh, you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather do the do play. Do anything but be the character you just said you didn't want to be. Well, no, we did another one that was, that was like, um, it was called Cantina. And it was, I was, one, that, yeah. I was one of the three Andrews sisters. All so right. I would like to reprise that role. Okay, there you go. So all your castmates who can come back. Like, you know, I've been out of. I wish I could remember who they were. I've been out of high school <laughs> for 21 years. I didn't do any musical theater. I just did Our Town. I so guess 36 years. Damn, I'm old. Too. I don't feel that old. You've almost been out of high school my age. Wow. <laughs> almost. I'm a little older. Um, Are you it's sure? It's very funny. I Which was in high school when you were up your alley. Yeah. I really could have been I your mother. I was a toddler. <laughs> I know. You could biologically be my mother. Weird. Yeah. Which is, okay, that's so random, but not. Yeah. Um, so instead of being sisters, maybe we were, you know. I'm your lost daughter. Maybe you're her, like, cool aunt. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. I, like that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like it. I like you better than my aunts or, you know. I, I should you. stop just in case yeah. I'm related <laughs> yeah, to you. Find okay. Wow. You know. You already know, Karen. Yeah. Um, I do. So, what are you obsessed with? I've been sitting on this obsession for weeks because I was like, oh, this is the perfect thing to talk about. <laughs> I found this girl on YouTube and she is a Chinese girl who lives in like rural China with her grandmother and she uploads videos to YouTube and some of them have English titles. Some of them are in Chinese and I don't know what they say, but it doesn't matter. You should watch all of her videos. She, number one, has like a beautiful cinematographer. So all of her videos are like film quality production and she films them herself. So she like sets up her tripod and shows you whatever she's doing. Most of the time there's no dialogue. And the thing she does is just like, it's supposed to be like slice of life of living in rural China. Oh my gosh. That's so okay. some things are like, most of her videos are cooking videos and it's like, today we're making, you know, whatever it is. But if you want to talk about from scratch, like you've never seen it, like you have seen this girl do it. So it's like one episode she's making like duck egg sauce. So how do you start making duck egg sauce? You get duck eggs. Duck eggs. To do what? To grow the ducks that are going to then lay the eggs that you're going to harvest <laughs> later. So she has baby little ducklings. You were right though. You were right. You start with duck eggs. You do start with duck eggs. But then she grows them into little duckies. Oh, my God. And then How they cool. shows her, her, like, harvesting the duck eggs. And then she, like, goes out into her giant garden and harvests all this stuff. And anyway, the uh, the show, the show one you should start with is she's the one where she makes... She's China. She's amazing. No, no. She could do anything. Way better. Sorry. Yeah. Um, there's an Martha episode Stewart. where yeah. she makes her own cloak. Um, so she... Wait, how did that clip from the book go? Yeah, it was like that. So she goes to she like takes her little backpack and she like walks out into the mountains to find her flock of sheep she harvests the wool from her flock of sheep she takes a little lamby home with her to like be her little buddy <laughs> and she washes it all and she cards all the wool and then she goes into her garden and she harvests all these berries and then it shows her like mushing up all the berries and she it dyes. dyes it and then she hangs wow. it up and then she it was an interesting technique that I've never seen. I'm sure it's a thing, but she like makes all these really long braids. So like she's braiding. Well, she spins the yarn first, right? Yeah. 
she braids it. So there's all these long braids that then she takes a sewing needle and sews the braids together to create fabric. So it's like you line the braids up next yeah. to each other and you're like intertwining them. So kind of like a rug. Like kind a of. Is, yeah, like that. So she huh. hangs them all up and she sews it all together and she like makes a hood. And then it shows her like walking out into the snow in her beautiful purple cloak with oh her little God. lamb friend. Anyway. <laughs> a little lamby friend. She's the, if you ever just need to like chill out and not think too hard, oh. you should watch one of her videos. They are exquisite. What is her name? Um, I don't know how you are supposed to pronounce it, but it's L-I- Z I Q I. We call her Lee Zeke. I yeah. don't that I don't think that's how you say Lizzie it. <laughs> um L I Z I Q I. You should look her up Lizzie on Q. YouTube. Lizzie-qua. It's something Lizzie-qua. like Lee it's it's there's almost like a T sound to it. Because I've heard someone say like okay. Lizzie, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But you should it's... watch it. Um she did another one where she made a comforter. I just sometimes you, they're not in English. So I'm like, I don't know what we're doing, but you're on the journey. So it's like today she, (laughs) there was one where she harvested, well, she, no, first she planted seeds to grow, (laughs) like literally from scratch. She planted the seeds to grow the cotton bushes, to harvest the cotton. Then she had this like big instrument that she was using to like, it was like a bow and she would like strum the bow and then while it was vibrating, put it next to the cotton and it would sort of like whip it up. And I never, in the whole time, I'm like, what the heck are we making? I don't even know what's going on because it's not in English. So she's fluffing up all the cotton. And then she has this like big Is giant frame. Is that what's separating the seeds out? No, she's no. already picked through it and cleaned oh, it. Gotcha. So it's like, it's like puffing up the cotton into roving essentially. Okay. And then she has this big giant frame that's the size of her bed. And she goes back and forth with thread and she like weaves it back and forth and then up and down and then sideways to make like a bed. She puts the cotton down. She does the threading thing again. Wow. And then she like couches it like quilts between the layers. And then she makes a cover for it. It's like unbelievable. So I'm, we're, James and I have been watching her nonstop. She's also adorable. And my favorite thing is when she makes some like that uh, comforter she made for, she's got like the cutest little grandmother. And so sometimes it's like it's dinner time and then grandma comes out and sits with her and then it just shows them like eating dinner together. And it's the best. So that's my gotta, obsession. I got to look at that. What was it? I had a question yeah. about, you also recommended how not to travel podcast. Oh yeah. That was, um, it's by a Instagram account I follow called how not to travel like a basic bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, she has a podcast in there, like 10 minute episodes mm-hmm. and it's all about like conscious Mistakes and sustainable traveling. Oh, cool. so it's like, things you should know about being respectful to various cultures and stuff. That's another thing. Another topic, but, yeah. but, but I it's like a good it. one. Anyway, uh, that's what I'm obsessed with. So that's what I'll do. Please equi. I am obsessed with something I avoided for a while when it was new. Oh, sorry. Three years old. Um, the young Pope. It's an HBO oh, uh-huh. show starring Jude Law. And I find him kind of annoying, I but he's kind so, of hot. He's so talented. <laughs> well, you know, he's a wife cheater, so he might Is take he? you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. I don't know much about oh, him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Bummer. Sorry. Um, what's your face with the pretty one blue eye, one green eye? She's a pretty blonde British actress. Anyway. Two different eyes. Um, he cheated on his wife with her oh. a long time ago. Uh, 
I shouldn't know. There's no good men in the world. About, I shouldn't yeah. support any of them. Well, because you and McGregor is like his. <laughs> I can't stand you and McGregor. Well, it's his buddy, and they like room together with. I think, I think it's you and McGregor's brother. The mm. three of them were roommates, and he was out. They raised hell while the brothers mm-hmm. like in the British Air Force and being a stand-up guy. But you and McGregor was like married to his wife for a yeah. long time, and now he's a. He didn't cheat on her, timer. but he did leave his wife for his younger co-star. Okay. I don't, so I mean, don't, I don't know if he cheated on her. You don't think her. he cheated on her? I don't know, but I do know he left his wife from a long time for his younger co-star. To sacrifice So then it's like, well, we can't like you and McGregor anymore. That's kind of where I am. Yeah. I can't like him anymore. But anyway, Jude Law is insanely talented. He really is. Um, And so I usually come around. So <laughs> I watched The Young Pope and he's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Did you, Have you watched it? No. It, he's very beautiful. I don't think that shows for me. It's fair. I, I'm, you know, I was raised Catholic and it, it's a very interesting look at the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it's very surreal. Mm-hmm. Like it's a surreal show and it was fantastic. I remember seeing like the trailer for it when yeah. it was new. If you ever, I think it's actually probably a very um, accurate portrayal of how the clergy and how the Catholic church work mm. because it's a very like authoritarian, like, govern micro mm-hmm. nation in a sense right and so um it's interesting i think it's the way a lot of people wish that a pope would act but um for good or for bad but now it's i watched it because the new pope is coming which makes john malkovich the pope Ooh. and if it's going to be like as surrealistic i was gonna say as the first one <laughs> Jude Law. The only still... person you could put in there would be John Malkovich. <laughs> Jude wow. Law is still in. I'm sorry, I the can't new wrap pope. my head around John Malkovich as the pope. I couldn't wrap wow. my head around Jude, Jude Law as the pope. Yeah, but it is amazing. It's wow. really good. Um, so even if you're not Catholic, I still think lots of people will enjoy it. Um, and then the other thing I'm obsessed with is Marianthe Yarn. What? It's she's a German. Indie Dyer, and she gets one speckle of color uniquely, <laughs> and then one unique, distinct speckle of color, and then another, and then another, and there, it's let's that beautiful gray I wished I could achieve, uh-huh. and one speckle of purple pop, and one speckle of wow. I, they, I'm gonna they, bring it up on Instagram. So they're very tidy. The yeah, the, it's the, so very exact. Something I, I don't, don't know. know how she could do it. <laughs> I really don't like it's witchcraft. Like, look at how, oh, yeah. like, one little yellow stitch. Oh, they're exactly a stitch. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. Wow, I'm gonna. I'm I don't want to talk about what I'm doing with my yarn. She might do that with gorgum. <laughs> Maybe she does it with gorgum. Maybe because the colors it don't doesn't run. move, it doesn't move and it doesn't run. Oh, it might be worth trying. So at some I point, I am going. I am going to indulge in a, a, some something from her. Yeah, it's too much to take. It's beautiful, Marianthe yarns. She's, cool. It's gorgeous. Look at this one. Look at this one. It's like confetti cake. <gasps> That's really cute. Oh, but they're. Per- you're right. They are perfectly. But it might be the gorgon though. The gorgon. G U A R. Yeah. Because yeah. her colors are not moving. And what it what, guargum is like a starch, and you mix the dye with and make this basically like a a, a, a dye paste. 
and what happens is they they keeps the the colors are just thick enough that they don't bleed into each other. They they once the yarn has that color, they don't accept other colors on that but spot. But how tedious must it be to place tiny speckles? Yeah. Is her yarn expensive? Like does it reflect it's that not, it would be a lot of labor? Maybe it's a little more if if it even is. I Maybe it's the plantalism of it's stippling. Yeah, it's beautiful. How is she doing it, Karen? <laughs> no, it's 20 euros. It's witchcraft. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, we're like right at the two hour mark, so we should probably wrap it up. Holy <laughs> cow. No wonder we're getting uh, tired. Good night. Yeah, well, goodbye, everybody. Good <laughs> um, oh, that's gorgeous, Karen. Her swatch is beautiful. Um, so this episode will come out February 3rd, and we just finished recording um a book club episode of the witches of new york that will come out the third monday of the month i don't remember what the date is it's like the 16th or something i shouldn't guess because 17 there you go okay one two three yeah so the 17th there will be another podcast for the witches of new york which means you have time to listen to it before then we all highly recommend it mm-hmm. um so yeah maybe karen will finish it karen hasn't finished it yet <laughs> um i i'm not allowed i'm not allowing myself to start on the new book until I finish this book. And I'm not going to read my, keep going on my other books till I finish my homework. Um, I had one more thought. But we're tired, so. We'll done. save it for next Whatever. time. Whatever. Alright. Goodbye, everybody. Goodnight. Oh, 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 just oh, oh, a oh. PSA. This is a leap year. Yep. We get one more day on the calendar, so I just wish you all that you um, enjoy that extra day and do something special for yourself for oh, that, that oh, one more okay. day. They should make that a rule. That you get that day off. I think it should be a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's not like it's going to cost them much. One one day every four years. It is a Saturday. Oh. Okay. It so is a I'll off. be here. <laughs> and I will be in good spirits. So. All right, then. Well, we'll see you in a month, then. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Thanks. everybody. Bye. I want to put the bloopers at the end again. Coming to you from the... I just told you to go and have a bite of food in my house. (laughs) This part stays. Sorry. (laughs) Let me finish my bite of my brownie. All part of the intro. (laughs) I figured I should probably talk after you do the intro. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Really. Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California... This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. So shall we all slurp our cheese? <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm not slurping. Mine. We're taking a bite of Katie's brownie, and then we're slurping something that won't hurt us. Oh, I wasn't it. even looking. And then at I you. lost. It. I know you were trying so hard. Everybody, to take a deep breath. <laughs> oh, there's a bug. <laughs> there's a bug in your teeth. What's it doing? <laughs> the, back, the backstroke. Aww, <laughs> Ew. Yep. Oh my god. Please be dead. <laughs> I don't think he's alive. Yeah, the last thing they do before they die is poop. Well, how will I? That's <laughs> how will I know? Depends <laughs> <laughs> with the tea leaves. No, I promise oh you god. that there's poop in there. <laughs> you are terrible. This is gonna be a real punchy one. <laughs>
it always is when it's the second. We used our all of our like um, intellect already. Uh, true. Okay. Okay, let's go for the this third is, time. This is early. It's it's, it's eight thirty. I'd Forget like to be heading home by ten. Forget all the day we've had already. <clears throat> uh, okay, that's out of my system. Okay. Maybe.